You ready? Yes. Hello. Hi. This is Melissa. And this is Kat. Do you not enjoy the seven seconds of silence of us staring at each other before we record, Kat? What was that face for? That was a little weird. <laughs> Maybe a little uncomfy. <laughs> We're always like, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. And then we stare at each other for like five to seven seconds. And then I yell hello. That's that's what we've started doing. So I I listened back to our Xenon episode while I also edited it. So but I looked up why her teacher called her Radon because you were like, is her name Radon? Is that her middle name or something? So apparently that was supposed to be like a joke. Like the teacher was like, oh, this is our new student Radon. And she was like, it's Xenon because they're like both elements or some shit. Oh, I didn't. But it wasn't funny. Yeah. And it did not come through as a joke. I thought they were saying like her actual name was Radon and she just goes by Xenon. And that's I why I was like, I don't the understand. same exact thing. So either we are dumb or the joke was dumb. It, I'm gonna it doesn't go really with, matter. I'm going to go with option number two. I don't think the joke was funny. Yeah. <laughs> so Xenon's name is Xenon and Xenon's earth teacher is not funny. We'll go with that. Bet. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. <laughs> so this time we're here to tell you why finding nemo is tragical i love this movie me too uh i have some fun facts for you i'm so ready so we get all of our fun facts from the internet movie database imdb.com it is linked in the show notes or bad days if you nasty or the bad days so director Andrew Stanton did the voice of Crush the Sea Turtle. Uh, Stanton never intended to do the voice of Crush, only provided the voice for the film's rough cut. But when it proved popular in test screenings, he decided to do it for the final film. Stanton recorded all of Crush's dialogue laying on his couch in his office. I love that for him. Yeah. <laughs> this actually kind of made me really sad, but also... Oh, no. I know. We'll just... Okay, I'll read it. Oh, no. <laughs> so Nemo's father, Marlon, also... We fucking know who Marlon is. Thank you, Internet Movie Database. He was originally <laughs> voiced by William H. Macy. Oh, really? Yeah, one of my favorite actors. According to James Stewart's book, Disney War, which... Never going to read. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was after seeing an early cut of the film with Macy's voice that then CEO Michael Eisner told the board of directors to change it. Damn. I know. I love William H. Imagine if Marlon was old Willie Macy. That's so weird. I wonder why he changed it. I guess he just, just didn't like, didn't like it. He just didn't like the way it came off. That's so interesting. I know, right? Okay, I really like this one too. Pixar developed a very realistic look of the surface water, but had to make it look more fake so people wouldn't think it was real footage of the ocean's surface. So it looked too real when it they animated it? too real. If you think about that compared to like how fucking Toy Story looked, that's Bro. incredible. 
Toy Story literally looks ridiculous. And then you have movies like this where they had to make the ocean seem less real. They were like, can you make it look animated? It doesn't look animated. How cool is that? I love it. I don't even want to know how long it took to like render this right. movie. No, yeah, I don't want to know. 40 years. Jeez. So for the jellyfish sequence, Pixar's ocean unit, which I love that there was an ocean unit, <laughs> created an entire new system of shading, which they called transblurrency, which is uh, see-through but blurred, much like frosted bathroom windows. Oh, that's cool. I get transparency like every weekend. So. <laughs> it's me on a Tuesday night. <laughs> I'm not like totally drunk, but no, not blackout. But I'm what was it? Transblurrency? I'm a frosted bathroom window. <laughs> transblurrency. A frosted bathroom window. Oh man, I thought that was cool. Ooh, I don't know which one. I have three left. They're all so good. There are some really good ones for Nemo. Um, I read this one because it's the longest one. So this movie is dedicated to the memory of Glenn McQueen, which they show at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. He was a Pixar animator who would later be honored as the namesake for one Lightning McQueen. Mm-hmm. It's a cool name too, you know? Okay, both of these are going to blow your mind. So I just don't know which one I want to read first. But oh God. okay, I'll do this one. So... There are intersecting streets in the Bay Area suburb of Redwood City, just across the bay from Pixar's home. The streets that intersect are Dory Lane and Marlin Drive. Coincidence? What do you think? Do you think they came up with the names for them based on the street or the streets named after the characters? No, the streets have been there forever. Do you think they just were like, I like those. Those work. That's so cool, though. I bet it was on purpose. It had to have Somebody been. Somebody probably sits at, like, a stoplight at Marlon and Dory every morning on the way to work and, and is like, like <laughs> those are good names. Yeah, those will work for fish. Isn't that cool? That is really cool. I like that. Yeah. I feel like Pixar doesn't do anything on accident. No, probably not. This one kind of, like, blew my mind. I was like, whoa, but maybe it's just me. I don't know. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Your face. I'm so ready. It's not going to be that good. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So Deb's reflection is flow, right? Yeah. So like ebb and, and flow. flow. Like the tides. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait. They're literally Deb and flow. <laughs> ebb and flow. That's really Isn't funny. Isn't that amazing? That's so good. I never caught that. Deb and flow are like my favorite too. So when I read that, I was like, dang, they're even cooler now. That's really funny. <laughs> Peach is my favorite. I love Peach. I love Deb and Flo. That's so funny. Ebb and Flo. Da-da-da. They all, everyone in this movie has like at least like one good one-liner though. Like, oh, every for fish sure. Has a, has a- every fish has a one-liner. <laughs> so this is a Lampy original. Yeah, it uh, is. AKA a Pixar film. <laughs> so we see Lampy in the beginning. It's always good to see him. Always good to see Lampy. You can never go wrong with a good Pixar film. <laughs> So we are in the ocean. Don't know if you knew that, Kat. Um, at a beautiful, colorful what? reef. Yeah, I know. No way. With tons of sea creatures swimming about. And Coral and Marlin, two clownfish, are talking about their view from their big old sea anemone house. And they're going to live there with their 400-ish fish children who are currently little eggs in a little cave hole near the anemone. Fish children. <laughs> okay, this may be a really dumb question. Is it only caviar once it's cooked or are they considered caviar? Caviar's not cooked, so. Right, so they're caviar, right? Yeah. Gross. Caviar is just fish eggs. They don't cook it. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> just coral and marlin and with their, their 400 caviar. caviar. <laughs> 
I like caviar. I wouldn't eat it now because I'm a vegetarian and that's probably against vegetarian. Well, I don't know. Absolutely. They're unfertilized. I can eat a whole fucking bucket of caviar. Fuck you. Caviar's unfertilized? It's just like the I fish? would imagine. No, I'm pretty sure it's actual fish eggs, dude. I don't think they just lay fish eggs. Yeah. Fish just lay eggs and then the male fish comes and just squirts sperm all over them. They're probably unfertilized. This is a dumb conversation. I'm I need to all know that though. I need to know. Google it. Google is caviar unfertilized. Is caviar unfertilized? It is. Unfertilized. Also known as fish roe. Yeah, roe. Yeah, I was right. I can eat caviar. True caviar comes from wild sturgeon. So there's like a specific fish apparently. Oh. Okay. Just the sturgeon. You've been educated. You're welcome, everyone. You learn a new thing every time you listen to the tragical podcast. Not that I've, I mean, I tried it, but I hate it. It just tastes like salt. salt. It's just salty. You're a big texture person, though. The texture for me. Nasty. So, anyway, (laughs) moving on from caviar. (laughs) So, Coral likes the name Nemo, and Marlon likes the name Marlon Jr. for all of the children. He says Coral Jr. too, but mostly Marlon Jr. Marlon Jr. Very important. Um, and then Marlon and Coral, their names are, they are not easy to say together. I've gotten almost tongue-tied like five times. Carlin and Moral. Yeah, that's what I keep <laughs> I know, say. yeah. Me too, actually. Marlon and Coral are goofing off and laughing. They have the cutest, sweetest, happiest relationship. And then they spot a barracuda. Womp womp. So Coral tries to swim to the eggs and the Barracuda swims for her and hits Marlin with his fin and knocks him unconscious. And when Marlin wakes up, Coral is dead and only one egg is left. And it's a little damaged, but Marlin names it Nemo. So now that my heart is completely shattered, we (laughs) cut to an adolescent Nemo uh, waking his dad Marlin up for the first day of school. Nemo is fucking jazzed to go to school. Like he is so jazzed. I've never seen a child so excited to go to school in my life. I think most kids are excited to go to school until they have to do it for 12 years of their lives. And they're like, never mind. Also, Marlon is a freaking helicopter dad. He's the worst. Okay, well, 399... Of his children were eaten and his wife by a barracuda. So. You don't have to take your trauma out on your child. Okay, well, he did. So. <laughs> and also Nemo has a little fin and they call it his lucky fin. His but he's lucky special. Fin. He can swim just fine. No, he can't. <laughs> he does all right. He'd be falling over sideways like half the time and he's swimming. True. I love Marlon. I think he should be a helicopter parent. (laughs) It's really cute, too, because on their way. So Marlon is taking Nemo to his first day of school. And Nemo is asking like 100 questions, just like any normal five-year-old would. How they ask you like, why is the sky blue? What is that over there? Why is that man walking? Why is that dog over there? Just asking every question they could possibly think of comes out of their mouth. Nemo on the way to school was talking about how one of their neighbors, Sandy Plankton, who is a little know-it-all, uh, was saying that turtles can live up to a hundred years old. And Marlon's like, okay, well, if I ever meet one, I'll definitely ask how old they are because I don't think that's that's accurate. Do we think Sandy Plankton is named after characters from SpongeBob? 110%. Okay, great. Yes. <laughs> There's no way it's not a little nod to that under the sea show. <laughs> So you talked about uh, Marlon being a worry wart and a helicopter parent. Mm-hmm. Um, Nemo wants to meet a shark on his first day of school. So how do you feel about that? I think 
Yeah, Nemo needs to calm his titties. I think the problem is, is that Nemo has zero socialization, so he doesn't know what's good and what's bad, because according to his dad, everything is bad. So he's just like, well, I want to meet a fucking shark. Well, I'm going to put sharks in the bad category. Well, he doesn't know, because <laughs> oh everything God. according to his dad is bad. So Marlon drops Nemo off, and he's chatting with the PTA dads, uh, Bob, Ted, and Phil. Um, <laughs> so was Bill. Bob, Ted, and Phil. I always thought it was Bill. Bob, Ted, Phil. I always heard Bob, Ted, Bill. Bob, Ted, and Phil. You just changed my life. I'm pretty sure it's Phil. I always thought it was Bill. Um, and they are <laughs> a seahorse and a butterfly fish and an octopus. And they ask Marlon for a joke because Marlon is a clownfish, so he should be funny, right? Obviously. Um, if you ask Kat, not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> he mansplains everything. Yeah. And Marlon fucks up the joke. He only knows one joke about a sea cucumber and a mollusk, and he can't, like, get it out. Because he mansplains every single part of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon is a mansplain. A helicopter mansplainer. (laughs) He gets better by the end of the movie, okay? Yeah, right? (laughs) So Nemo meets the kids of the PTA dad. So it's Pearl and Tad and Sheldon. And then Mr. Ray comes and he is a stingray. And he's singing his bop about the ocean. I fucking rock out to that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he sings everything. He's like ciphering the whole ocean as he swims by shit. I love it. (laughs) I love it for him. It's a great way to learn. (laughs) Through song. So all of the kids swim on to Ray's back. Mr. Ray, sorry. Not get it right. (laughs) We are not on a first name basis of Mr. Ray. Ray. (laughs) They get on Mr. Ray's back and they go off to learn about the sea. Okay, but they're not like holding on. How are they just on his back? I told you (laughs) they're riding in his current. So weird. They're in his they're in his ebb and flow. (laughs) Not his ebb and flow. Anyway, so Mr. Ray is taking them to the drop off and the other PTA parents are telling Marlon, oh, you're pretty chill for, you know, your kid's first day at the drop off. And Marlon is not having that. He is so pissed. He's like, y'all are crazy for allowing our tiny little baby children fish things to go to the drop off, which apparently is literally just the edge of the reef. It's literally just where it literally drops Drops off off. (laughs) from the reef into the just the open ocean. So Nemo and his new friends, they swim away from the group. So Nemo is already in with a bad crowd. He's been at school for eight minutes. He wants to be cool. And the group goes to the edge of the drop off and they're looking at a boat. And the kids are trying to see who is brave enough to get close to the boat. I'm sorry, the what? The butt. Yes. (laughs) Call it what it is. It is a butt. They think it's called the butt. Because Sandy Plankton told them it was called a butt. Sandy Plankton is a gossip and a liar. I know it all. So the kid fish are trying to see who is <laughs> brave enough to get close to the butt. And Nemo is like, I'm going to pass. I'm okay. You guys can swim out to the butt. And good on you, Nemo. He's like, fuck peer pressure. Right? He's so, so proud of him. So smart. But then his father, Marlon, swims over and he catches the kids swimming out in open water and he's yelling at Nemo. And Nemo gets mad that his dad thinks he can't swim well. And while Marlon is talking to Mr. Ray, Nemo is like, you know what? Screw this. And he goes out and he swims to the butt and he touches the butt. He touches the butt. And then Nemo starts to swim back. 
but a diver scoops him up in a net and takes him. And then while Nemo's getting snatched, another diver comes up with an underwater camera and snaps a photo of Marlin and freaking blinds him. And it makes me so sad because he gets so disoriented. I literally looked over at Kat at this point and I was like, this is why I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> this is why I'm a vegetarian. I'm depressed because- over this fucking cartoon fish Leave getting blinded Nemo and marlin alone depressing they just want to be fish out in this reef i will cry right now <laughs> <laughs> so marlin after he's finished being disoriented from the camera flash he is trying to swim after the boat and he's asking random fish if they've seen a boat and then marlin runs into a blue tank fishy and she introduces herself as dory yeah she says that she saw a boat and starts to follow the boat to tell Marlin where the boat is. And then she starts swimming erratically and then yells at Marlin and says, why are you following me? And he's like, what are you even talking about? You literally were showing me where the boat went. And she goes, oh, my bad. I forget stuff. I have short term memory loss. That's gotta suck. I mean, I wish I could forget things almost instantly sometimes. <laughs> Some things. When I begin transblurrency, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> transblurrency. I'm literally using that forever. So Marlin starts to swim away from Dory because she's useless and not helpful at all. But then a giant shark stops them in their tracks and introduces himself as Bruce. Bruce. Bruce is a great name. I Isn't love that he name. named after the animatronic for Jaws? Mm-hmm. I knew that. I love the name Bruce. It's a good one, actually. I like, like that Batman. One. Usually I don't like the names that you like, but that one I like. <laughs> so Bruce invites them to a party and insists they come and being two tiny fish up against a shark, they agree to go. They really, yeah, don't have much of a choice. <laughs> so they're swimming through mines and the mines are on chains and they're swimming to an abandoned ship and Dory thinks the mines on chains are balloons. So it must be a really fun party if there's balloons. Yeah, it literally reminds me of the Minesweeper game that was on Microsoft in the 90s. It's literally what they look like. So there's two other sharks that are in the ship and the sharks say they're Creed because apparently they are a vegetarian shark club trying to quit eating fish. So uh, step five of this vegetarian shark program is to bring a fish friend. So one of the other sharks, Chum, uh, he ate his fish friend because its skeleton slips out of his mouth while he's talking. He did his best, okay? And then Anchor borrows Dory from Bruce because his friend uh, that he did bring was like a teeny tiny little fish. And as soon as it saw an out, it swam away. It was so small. (laughs) So I love this part because Marlon is just under Bruce's armpit while he's clapping his fins together. (laughs) It's so funny. I don't know why it gets me every time. It's pretty good. So Dory takes the podium and she proclaims that she's never eaten a fish. And they're so damn proud of her. They're like, oh, oh. Oh my God. Oh, that's a feat. Oh my. Good for you, queen. Pop off. So then Marlon takes the podium and the sharks beg for a joke because again, he's a clownfish and everyone wants to hear a joke. And Marlon starts to tell his mollusk in the sea cucumber joke that he can't ever say properly. But then he sees the diver's mask. He swims towards it and he sees an inscription on the strap of the diver's mask. And Marlon can't read human and talks about how he needs to find 
find a fish that can read humans so he can find his son. Bruce starts crying because he never knew his father. I never knew my father. <laughs> like, calm down, Bruce. This isn't about you. He's having a moment, okay? Bruce has, Bruce needs help. He needs, he needs therapy. more than vegetarian help. He needs therapy. Yeah, we really need to get Bruce into therapy. Uh-huh. So Marlin and Dory are fighting over the mask because Dory wants to bring the mask over to the sharks because maybe they can read. And Marlin wants to get away from the sharks. And they're tugging the mask back and forth. And the mask accidentally socks Dory in the nose and it starts to bleed. And Bruce goes jaws in like two seconds and starts to attack. Yeah, his pupils get blown and then he goes to try and eat them. The other two sharks are trying to stop Bruce from eating Dorian Marlin, even though Chum literally clearly just ate a fish. So I don't know why he's trying so hard to stop Bruce. So Marlin and Dory swim away and they manage to close themselves off in a room in the sunken ship. And they're trying to find a way out. And Dory reads a sign that says escape. And she goes, oh, that's spelled kind of like escape. So they manage to make it out through that hatch. And Marlin realizes that she read human. So she can read the inscription that's on the strap on the mask. They're trying to read the inscription on the mask while also trying to swim away from Bruce, who's still trying to eat them. And they manage to make it into a hole in the side of the sunken ship that has a torpedo stuck in it. And they let the torpedo go. It goes into Bruce's mouth and literally chokes the poor shark. And Bruce... Bruce throws the torpedo and it hits one of the mines. And so everything literally goes kablooey. The whole place blows up. And now we cut to Nemo and Nemo is waking up and he's in a fish tank at a dentist's office. The dentist tells a patient that he saved Nemo off the reef because he was struggling to swim. You fucking asshole. You didn't save anybody. You stole him from his daddy. Now Nemo meets the fish tank squad and they ask what pet store he's from. So it's um, Deb and Flo, my favorites, (laughs) Peach, Bloat, Bubbles, and Gurgle. And Jacques is there as well. And Nemo says he's from the ocean and they all freak out. So uh, Jacques, who is a cleaner shrimp, he decontaminates little Nemo. So Nigel, a pelican, comes to the window and he meets Nemo as well. And the dentist sees Nigel, the pelican, and shoes him from the window. And he accidentally knocks over a photo of his niece, Dala. Horrifying. So the dentist says that Nemo is a present for Darla's birthday and the fish tank fish are all gasping because last year her birthday present, Chuckles the goldfish, (laughs) died because she wouldn't stop shaking the back. Yeah, it's a no for me. They literally live next to a photo of their dead friend, Chuckles the goldfish. Think about that. I never thought about that. She's fully holding that dead goldfish in that photo. depressing. And it's just next to their tank all day. (laughs) Yep. That is very sad. So Nemo is freaking out. And then the filter intake tube sucks Nemo up and he gets stuck. And then Gil, who is the leader of the fish tank gang, he comes out from his little hidey hole and he tells Nemo to get himself out by wiggling his fins. And Nemo says he can't because he has a bad fin. And Gil turns to his side and he also has a bad fin. So dramatic. Okay, you're also like way bigger than Nemo. I did have to bring up the fact that this is another weird animal that the internet is attracted to (laughs) Melissa was like this is another spirit situation yeah (laughs) it's a no for me stop it (laughs) y'all are fucking weird okay you're fucking weird (laughs) why are you obsessed with a fish you need help and assistance (laughs) 
So anyway, Nemo wiggles out of the little intake tube and everyone's cheering for Nemo. And we're back to Dory and Marlin now. And Marlin wakes up and he wakes Dory up because the giant ship is falling towards them and they're about to get crushed. Uh, And they swim away right before the ship crashes into the side of a trench. Yeah. And while they're doing this, the mask drops very far down into the depths of the sea. Marlin goes to go after the mask, but then it's pitch black. So he swims back up and he's like, nope, I think I'm good. And Dory's like, no, we're going to go after it and start singing her cute little Just Keep Swimming song that I used to sing all the time when I worked at Disney to get people to walk in the crowds. And then Dory, of course, forgets that Marlon is with her and he starts talking and she's like, oh my God, who's there? Are you my conscience? So he pretends to be her conscience to get her to keep swimming down. They see a light and it's getting closer and closer. So they start swimming towards this light and they both start to feel peaceful and Marlon says, I'm feeling happy, which is a big deal for me. And I was like, <laughs> same, Marlon. <laughs> me too, <Same>. bro. <laughs> so then the pair sees this huge football fish, one of those big fish with the light head thingies. It's and very scary. It's trying to swallow them whole. So they're being chased and while they're being chased by the football fish, the light illuminates the ocean floor and they see the mask. So Marlon is allowing the football fish to chase him around close by the mask so that Dory can read the human writing on the mask. And it says, P. Sherman, 42, Wallaby Way, Sydney. You know what the P stands for? Philip. Philip. Dr. Philip Shaman. I always thought it was Paul. That was rough. Um, (laughs) So anyway. (laughs) We're not Australian. (laughs) Are we not? No. Are you sure? Very sure. Uh, You say so. (laughs) Thought I could be whatever I wanted to be, but all right. (laughs) Not Australian. Anything but that. (laughs) So Dory reads the whole mask and the football fish gets his face caught on the mask. And then Marlon and Dory swim out of the trench. And this part is so cute because Dory remembers what the mask said even after... They swim away and some time has passed. She still remembers what the mask says. And she says it's because Marlon is with her and he makes her feel comfortable and happy. So she remembers things. Aww. It's so cute. So now we're back at uh, Dr. Philip Sherman's dental practice (laughs) in Sydney. And Jacques the Shrimp collects little Nemo from his slumber for a ceremony. Now the fish tank gang, they are all chanting and they make Nemo swim through the ring of fire at the summit of Mount Wanahakalugi, which is just bubbles. (laughs) Very dramatic. It's just bubbles. (laughs) And then Gil names him Brother Shark Bay and they make a plan to save Nemo from Darla and help him escape. So all they have to do is put a pebble inside the filter and jam the gears and then the tank will get dirty and then they'll all get put into baggies because the dentist will have to clean the tank and then they'll roll out the window across the street and into the harbor. The only problem is, is Nemo has to swim up into the filter, which is very dangerous. I also would like to add that Gil has tried to escape before and it has never worked for him but now they have nemo yep that's the whole point they have nemo now he's gonna do it he's gonna get him out because he's tiny Mm -hmm. nemo is down to clown i hate you for that did you have that were you waiting for that one how long did you have that one written down you were waiting for that one (laughs) pretty good i'll give you that so 
Back into the ocean, Marlon says that he wants Dory to go away. He wants to continue this adventure without her. He says it nicely. He tries to say it nicely, but he's not very How nice. How do you nicely tell an annoying person to fuck right off in the middle of the ocean? Okay. It's, it's, he did as good as he could. Yeah. I'm team Marlon. Okay. <laughs> Why do you hate Marlon? So then... Dory starts crying because she's sad because, again, she's never been able to remember anything. She finally has someone who's stuck around with her and supported her, and she feels like she's finally happy and is finally remembering things. And now he's like, "Mm, well, you can go away. They are by a group of fish that come over and start berating Marlin for (laughs) making Dory cry, and they start doing impressions to make her laugh. But they're making her guess the impression they're doing, but Marlon just keeps guessing them. So then the other fish are like getting pissed that Marlon isn't allowing Dory to have fun. And then Marlon says that they're wasting his time and says that no one will help him and starts to swim away. And then Dory says, but I'm helping you. Big facts though, TBH. me so sad. <laughs> and then she goes back to the fish that were doing the impressions and she asks them if they know how to get to Sydney. And they're like, oh my God, Sydney, heck yeah. And they make the opera house out of their fish bodies. And <laughs> they tell them how to get to Sydney by taking the EAC. And as they start to swim away, they stop Dory and they say, when you get to the trench, you're gonna swim through it not over it. And Dory's like, okay, through it, not over it, through it, not over it. I'm going to remember that. And then of course she doesn't remember that. I quote part of this movie all the time, the school of fish, when they go, blah, 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 nee, nee, blah, 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 nee, nee, nee. Same all the time. <laughs> it's like, I could say every line to this movie though. So we were doing that while we were watching it. So Marlon and Dory get to the trench and Marlon insists they swim over and Dory feels like they should swim through it and Marlon insists they swim over because it's the scariest looking trench in the entire world. And then a bunch of jellyfish appear at the top of the trench and a little teeny tiny one stings Dory and Marlon suggests that they play a game and that they jump on the tops of the jellyfish and whatever you do, don't touch the tentacles. Marlon takes their game a little too serious and he leaves Dory behind. He didn't know. Why do you hate Marlon? I know. That's I didn't say anything negative about him. He leaves Dory behind. They're racing and he leaves her behind because he's racing her. Right, that's what I'm saying. So he takes it a little too serious. It's not what you say, it's how you say Uh it. (laughs) However, he leaves her behind and she gets stuck in a bunch of the tentacles of the jellyfish and she's passed the fuck out. So He has to go back and he has to go through the tentacles himself to get her out. And he finally makes it out with her. And then he too passes out, even though he's kind of used to the stings from the sea anemone he lives in, but not quite to that degree. So mean to my boy, Marlon. He'll be okay. So we cut to the fish tank gang (laughs) and Gil says that all drains lead to the ocean and that he was trying to get to the sink when he landed on some dental tools and that's how he cut up his side. And the dentist takes a potty break and it's time for Nemo to throw the pebble into the filter. So now Nemo swims into the filter and Gil throws a pebble in for him. And Nemo has to put the pebble in this spinning fan of the filter. And it's horrifying and scary. And Nemo's so tiny and he has a little fin and I just want him to be okay. So Nemo gets the pebble into the fan of the filter and then he starts to swim back out. But then the rock gets unlodged and starts to suck Nemo back towards the fan 
plan, which would most certainly rip him to shreds. So the fish tank gang sends up a plant from the tank and they pull him out. But Nemo like almost dies and Gil feels super guilty. Yeah, they all feel pretty bad because they also went along with this plan and poor tiny little Nemo almost dies. He's so cute with his little feet. So small. So we're back to Marlin and he wakes up on the back of a sea turtle named Crush. Dude. I love Crush so much. Me too. The turtles are my favorite. I know. Oh my God, Squirt. Are you kidding me? I would quite literally commit murder for Squirt. (laughs) Like, no cap, very commit murder. So Crush tells Marlon they saw him fight through the jellies. And Marlon asks where the EAC is, the East Australian Current. And Crush is like, brother, you're riding it. You're in it, dude. (laughs) So there's turtles everywhere. And I love turtles so much. I want to cry. Like, I love turtles. Same. I want 100 turtles. (laughs) Thank you so much. Marlon sees Dory sublevel, as Crush says. And she's on the back of another sea turtle. And he thinks she's passed out. But she She's just counting because she's playing hide and go seek with the turtle babies. They're all so cute. And this is when we meet Squirt. He gets like shoved out of the EAC and Marlon starts freaking out and he's like, oh my God, we got to help him. And Crush is like, nah, man, let him figure it out on his own. Let's see what he does. And then Squirt just like throws himself back into the EAC and he was like, that was so totally cool, dude. And (laughs) Marlon's like, how do you know to like let your kids just do their own thing? And Crush is like, you just know. When you know that your kid is good, you know. And Marlon's like, I don't know what that means. I don't know. I, <laughs> he's I'm like, a I, helicopter parent. He's like, no, I need my child literally taped to my side at all times. What are you talking about? So Marlon is telling all of the little turtles and Dory, even though she was there for the whole entire she forgot. adventure. She forgot. <laughs> the whole adventure. and She she's, forgot. She don't remember. This is the first time she's ever heard this story. Um, Marlon is telling all of them their journey from the very beginning until them getting to the EAC. And this story travels throughout the entire ocean and it makes it all the way to Sydney to Nigel the Pelican who goes and tells Nemo and the gang in the tank that his dad is looking for him and Nemo's like no that's not my dad my dad wouldn't fight sharks and talk to turtles and cross the whole ocean he's a little scaredy cat and he's like no his name is like some sport fish tuna or something like that and he's like Marlon that's my dad I wrote like a beautiful paragraph for that whole scene and you just like said it in like two words (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand why we take notes so differently I don't know I had like a a whole like I had a beautiful paragraph I want to know what you wrote now Marlon tells the little turtles about his and Dory's adventure so far finding Nemo and the turtle babies tell some other fish that are also traveling in the EAC and they tell some other fish and it gets to some lobsters and some swordfish and dolphins and birds and pelicans. And it gets back to Nigel the pelican who goes and tells Nemo. We'll keep both <laughs> in just so we have both sides of the story. <laughs> you were like, yeah. Marlon tells the little turtles and then it gets back to Nemo somehow. (laughs) And it's so funny because normally it's opposite. I'm usually the one that has like these long ass soliloquies and you're just like, nah, this thing happened. Bro, uh, (laughs) you be leaving the best stuff out. (laughs) My beat. So anyway, Nemo is amazed and he gets brave and he grabs a pebble and he swims to the filter and he stops the fan and swims out. And all the fish are like, woo, he did it. Yeah, and then they say they have to be as gross as possible, and Bloat is excited. He immediately belches. Me too, bro. Yeah, Bloat is 
disgusting. He is living to be disgusting. Also, I freaking love puffer fish. They're so cool. Yeah, they really are. They're so cool. Like, what are you doing, bro? Have you ever seen one in real life? Yeah, they just begin. They're like little they're so cute. ball sacks with spikes. And then they get angry at you and then they get big. Their faces are so freaking cute. I can't even deal with them. They're so cute. It's so crazy. Have you ever like picked one up? The ones that are like dead and they like, I don't know what to call it. It's not like taxidermy, but it's basically fish taxidermy. No, that yeah. makes me sad. Absolutely like, not. Like dead puffer fish that have been like preserved and you can like hold them. No, I just like <laughs> looking at them. They're just like when they're alive, when they're not oh. blown up. Those are so cute. Sorry. Was that morbid? A little bit. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, blow. Just hanging them from the ceiling. You put lights in them. I mean, <laughs> these are decoration. Could, yeah, put a little tea light in there. I was kidding. No. <laughs> so we're back to the EAC, the East Australian Current. And Marlon and Dory take their exit to Sydney. Okay, now you want to talk about me skipping things. Squirt is literally telling them like how to leave the EAC and he's telling them all this information and Marlon's like, I have no fucking clue what you just said. <laughs> he literally says, yeah. You're very <laughs> cute, but I don't know what you're saying. I say that a lot too. <laughs> and then they just shove Marlon and Dory out of the EAC and they're on their own. Yeah, that's what I said. They got off at their exit. <laughs> no, Squirt telling them what to do is the freaking cutest thing he's ever. He's like, what you're gonna want to do? It's rip and ride. Yeah. And it's Marlon's like, like, I think he's trying to tell us something. <laughs> <laughs> is this English? I don't know. <laughs> so Marlon yells to Crush, how old are you? And Crush replies, 150, dude, and still young. Oh yeah. I fucking love crush me too now that they're out of the eac they were told to swim straight to get to sydney mind you they're in the middle of the freaking ocean with literally nothing around them how do you know what is straight how do you know well cat i'll tell you they don't know because <laughs> uh marlin immediately thinks that they have gotten lost Dory suggests they should ask for directions, but they see a tiny fish off in the distance, uh, except it's not a tiny fish. It's a giant whale. Now, good thing is Dory speaks whale. Different dialects, too. Many different dialects. <laughs> and she says that they need to go to Sydney as soon as possible. And the whale seemingly swims away. But then the whale comes up behind them and swallows them. And now they're in the whale's mouth. Is this Pinocchio? <laughs> It is. Yeah. I didn't want to relive that again. <laughs> I could have done without it. So we should make a list of like things that Disney movies have in common and like swallowed by a whale, Nemo and Pinocchio, Marlin and Dory and Pinocchio and Geppetto. You know that sound on TikTok where it's like, if I had this thing happen to me, I would have two nickels. And then it's like, which is <laughs> yeah. really weird that this happened twice <laughs> or whatever That's the sound literally, is. Yes. <laughs> literally, Disney movies getting swallowed by a whale. <laughs> we should group Disney movies like that. We should. <laughs> I think we should. Disney movies where characters were swallowed by a whale. Really Pinocchio weird. Finding Nemo. Really weird that it happened twice. <laughs> so now we get back to the tank gang and the tank is filthy. There's no way a fish tank got that filthy in two days, but okay, we're going to go with it. Yeah, it's not possible. Dr. Philip Sherman. <laughs> He's he his full government name I at know. all times. He sees that the tank is dirty and he says he's going to clean the tank tomorrow. Uh, this is after he puts some sludge on his finger and then wipes it on his child patient's little smock bib. thing. <laughs> bib, yeah. 
and to know for me um what the fucking fuck i hope he changed that before he started dental work i hope he washed his hands before he started dental i hope work. he wore gloves also before that. he did dental work all of the above so back in the ocean uh inside the whale marlin is not doing well he is very panicked he's trying to get out of the whale by slamming his body against the whale's bristle teeth bristle teeth things whatever those are Br- bristles bristles his bristles his bristle teeth <laughs> And not doing great. Um, He's trying to get out. And Dory is like trying to comfort him. Marlon is just really not having it. Yeah, Marlon has accepted death at, mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. The whale stops and Dory from inside of the whale asks what happened. And the whale <laughs> answers and says, we've stopped. We've stopped. And Dory goes, we've stopped. And Marlon's like, yeah, no shit. I could have told you that. Verbatim. Yeah. And then the whale is telling them to go to the back of its throat. Or that he wants a root beer float. It could be either way. I mean, it's hard to tell. You know what sounds really good right now? A root beer float. A fucking root beer float. I don't like root beer, but I like a Coke float. Or a cow. Oh, I love cows. Coke float with chocolate syrup in it. A cow. I thought a cow was the orange soda. That's what I thought too, but I Googled it and it's not. So then what's the orange soda? A creamsicle. I mean, I got ice cream in the fridge, so this sounds like a you problem. Do you know I think we both call it a cow? You know what teacher we both had in common that we used to have those in? No. Miss Murphy. She's wrong. She used to call them cows. No, a cow is a Coke float with chocolate syrup. That also sounds really good. Yeah, right. Let's go. Let's All right. Get We're doing it. So Marlon is hanging on to Dory with one fin and the other fin he is hanging off of this whale's like giant taste bud. Marlon tells Dory that she can't speak whale and that she has no idea what the whale is saying, but he accidentally calls Dory Nemo because he's always telling Nemo that he can't do things. So it was just a slip of the tongue. It's really sad. Yeah. And then Dory asks Marlon to trust her and Marlon's like, well, we're either going to fucking die or we're going to fucking die. So also he remembers. (laughs) the last time she asked him to trust her was at the trench and he didn't trust her okay so then he remembers that the last time she had a gut feeling and he didn't trust it they both got their shit rocked so he's like maybe this time i should maybe trust her i don't know but also they're gonna die or they're gonna die right so so marlon decides to trust dory and they let go and they fall to the back of the whale's throat but the whale shoots them out of his blowhole and into the sydney harbor instead of swallowing them whole that would either be really yeah. fun or really scary. Really disgusting. I, I don't want to come out of a whale's blowhole. You know, you can swim through the veins of a blue whale, a human being. What? Their veins are that big that a human being could swim through them. Have you ever seen those videos <laughs> or photos of, of whale, whale carcasses? No. Oh. <laughs> we went to very different <laughs> Of whale carcasses? No. When they like, okay, this they is blow up so. Yes. Because of the gas. They literally explode. They've literally killed people. Bro, whales are fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. Imagine being blown up by a whale's stomach. <laughs> it's just chilling on the beach. and it, Or like there's literally one that they were transporting to a museum and it fucking exploded on a street in a city and it literally knocked buildings over. It was a bomb. Bro, whales. Am I right? What the fuck? <laughs> Wild. Did you know you could live in the belly of a whale with your cat and your goldfish (laughs) searching for your puppet son (laughs) with a fucking flame (laughs) just on your wooden boat chilling? I did, in fact, know that. So anyway, uh, Marlon and Dory, they are looking for P. Sherman's boat in the harbor. That's their that's their plan. They'll get there. Do they think Nemo's on the boat? It's not a great plan. Anyway, they don't know much about humans. 
So we cut to the fish tank and Peach the starfish wakes up and realizes that the tank is clean. Oh no. And there's a new fancy filter, the Aqua Scum 2003. Curse you, Aqua Scum! That's another line that we say <laughs> all the time. For literally no reason. For it does not. no reason. It doesn't make sense to anything. Curse you, Aqua Scum! So while the tank fish are talking, the dentist scoops Nemo up with a net, but then all the fish swim down into the net and the net drops into the tank but don't worry because the dentist scoops Nemo up uh, into a bag instead and sets him on the counter for Darla. Back in the Sydney Harbor Dory and Marlin are swimming above the water to look around for the boat and a pelican comes by and scoops him up trying to eat them but uh marlin won't go down his throat and literally is like shoving his fins on the side of this poor pelican's throat to not get swallowed and a bunch of other pelicans are watching this poor pelican gerald um (laughs) not be able to swallow he's literally choking and nigel's chilling there with all the other pelicans and he's like oh someone should help poor gerald and everyone's like yeah i guess so (laughs) literally and nigel's like all right i guess it'll be me fuck all you guys and he goes to help uh gerald and gerald spits out dory and marlin and they say that they're looking for nemo and nigel's like i fucking know nemo and then marlin's like yeah sure jan i'm sure you know my fucking son what are the odds and he's like no yeah little fish he's got a gimpy fin he looks great he's in a tank over here at this dentist's office and then marlin freaks out mind you while all this is happening there's a bunch of fucking seagulls that are gonna try and eat marlin and dory And so Nigel's like, all right, we're going to be chill. You guys are going to hop in my mouth. I'm going to bring you to your son. Marlon's like, nope, that's not going to happen. Tries to flip himself into the water. And so all the seagulls try and attack them. So Nigel scoops them up out of the water with some water in his mouth. So they don't, you know, suffocate. And (laughs) is that that suffocating? I think it's called reverse drowning. Yeah, suffocating. Nigel is going to fly them over to the dentist office so that Marlon can be reunited with Nemo. So Darla comes in and Nemo immediately plays dead in the bag and the fish tank gang doesn't know he's playing dead. So they think that Nemo just like already died of like fright or something, which is like super depressing. (laughs) That's very sad. So the dentist takes Nemo to the trash can instead of to the sink. Which, yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? That's fucked up. That's going to smell so bad. Well, he's in a bag. I'm sure they take the trash out every day. It's a medical office. That's true. Anyway. And then Nigel with Marlon and Dory in his mouth show up and Marlon makes Nigel bust into the dentist's room after he sees Nemo face down in a bag. He literally pulls him by his fucking tongue (laughs) into the room. And they make a distraction. So Marlon sees Nemo and thinks that he's really dead. And Darla grabs Nemo's bag and starts to shake it. And Nemo turns himself right side up and he sees his dad and the bird and Dory and the, and the fish tank fish and everyone, everyone's freaking out. Darla's freaking out. And then the dentist shoves Nigel back out the window with Marlon and Dory in his mouth. And then Gil ejects himself from the <laughs> tank by shooting out of the Wanahakalugi mountain with the bubbles behind him. <laughs> And he lands on a tray with Nemo and all the dental tools. And then Gil jumps onto a tool underneath Nemo and sends him into a drain by the dentist chair. And Nemo is headed into the ocean. And the dentist puts Gil back in the tank. Woo! We're doing great. So everyone in the tank knows Nemo is alive and they're all very happy for him. And Marlon... 
and Pelican and Dory still think that Nemo is a goner. Yeah, so Nigel drops Dory and Marlin off into the ocean and he's like, sorry about your kid. Have a nice life and flies away. <laughs> no, he says it very sincerely. Yeah, yeah well, because he liked Nemo. He also knew him. Yeah, he's yeah. going to go mourn too, you bitch. Um, Wait, so, I hope they told, I hope someone found Nigel. I'm sure they did. Oh, yeah, the fish tank gang knows that he wasn't yeah, actually yeah. dead. Okay, great. Yeah, I, I got really told scared him. for a second. Okay, so, I feel better now. <laughs> Continue, please. Marlon gets really sad. I mean, obviously, I would be depressy too and he says it's over and he goes to try and leave and dory's like no please don't leave i remember you you feel like home but don't do this like we're gonna stick together and marlon's like no i don't i want to be alone i don't want to i don't think marlon was going home if you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> marlon's gonna go find that whale again <laughs> like you can you can complete me thank you and then dory says that she doesn't want to forget and Marlon says that he does want to forget. Rip. It makes me so sad. So Nemo pops out of a pipeline into the ocean and he starts to call for his dad. And Nemo sees Dory and asks her if she's okay because she's crying. And Dory is like, I don't remember why I'm crying, actually. And then Nemo's like, will you help me look for my dad? And Dory's like, okay, bet. <laughs> I got nothing better to do today. Yeah. And then she reads the word Sydney on one of the pipes. And then she remembers everything. And then she remembers Nemo. And then she realizes that this is Nemo. And Marlon just left. So he's not too far away, which is good. And they get one of, there's like crabs everywhere by these fucking drains. They ask one of the crabs, hey, have you seen a little clownfish? And he is like, yeah, maybe. Was it to you? And they threaten him by trying to feed him to the seagulls. And then he's like, okay, bet. I'll tell you. So they go to the fishing grounds where the crab said he saw Marlon swimming too. And Marlon and Nemo are reunited. Yay. It's so cute. But their reunion doesn't last long because Dory and a bunch of other fish, they get scooped up into a net. Yeah, a giant fishing net. Yeah, but Nemo tells Marlon, hey, you got to tell all these fish to swim down and we can save Dory. And at first Marlon is like, I am not letting you go now. I just found you again. So it's a no for me. And Nemo's like, no, we have to save Dory. He says, I can do it, dad. And Marlon says, I know you can. So Nemo goes inside the net and tells all the fish to swim down. And they break the fishing net and all the fish escape, including Dory. Woo! And Marlon tells Nemo that Crush the Sea Turtle was 150 years old and Sandy Plankton don't know shit verbatim anyway we cut uh back to the reef and marlin and nemo are home at the anemone again just like nemo i can almost not say the word anemone, <laughs> anemone don't hurt yourself anemone, anemone. like that's literally me um marlin successfully tells his cucumber sea cucumber and mollusk joke to the pta dads and it's a hoot the hoot and a holler they lap there it's a knee slapper oh wait they're fish I don't know. Fin slapper? Fin slapper. All right. It's a fin slapper. Bruce drops Dory off with Marlin after their vegetarian shark meeting. Uh, so Dory's doing really good on that. <laughs> Not eating fish thing. Good for her. <laughs> She's killing it. And then we cut back to the fish tank gang who have all been bagged up because they broke the Aquascum 2003. <laughs> and they managed to roll out the window and across the road and into the bay. But now they're in bags of water. Water floating on top of 
Sydney Harbor. So now what? Yeah. Like what, what are they going to do in the bags? Die. <laughs> yeah. They're all dead. <laughs> it's morbid. <laughs> but they're all dead. The end. Yay. Somewhere. Beyond the sea. Somewhere waiting for me. My lover stands on golden sands and watches the ships that go sailing. Did you think we weren't going to sing this episode? <laughs> Would you like to go first? Sure. Go. I fucking love this movie. Um, when I was in, this is going to sound so nerdy. When I was in middle school, we all named each other. Gave each other nicknames from fish from oh this my fucking God. movie. And I was known as Peach. So <laughs> oh no, I love this movie so much. It makes me cry. Finding Nemo the musical at freaking Animal Kingdom also makes me cry. I don't even want to talk about the sequel to this movie because that makes me sob. But I love this movie so much. I love the characters. I am actually terrified of the ocean and everything in it. But I still love this movie. So I gave it a 10 out of 10. Um, This movie is at number seven. So it is under Encanto, but it is above Frozen. I too love Finding Nemo. This is one of my favorite movies. I've been giving out way too many 10s recently, but I give Finding Nemo a 10. Woo! Yeah, I love all the characters. I quote this movie probably on a weekly basis, no joke, but it is under Princess and the Frog and above Robin Hood. It is my number 13. Woo! I really love this movie. I think this is my favorite Pixar movie. What? I think so. Oh my God. Yeah. It's not my favorite Pixar, but it's really high. I do like fucking love Nemo. Yeah. Yay. Are you ready to guess our next movie? I am literally so excited, but also you pick the weirdest movies. So I'm ready. This one is a little <laughs> weird. I oh think. Oh my so. God. And neither of us, I don't think has seen this movie. Oh, okay. It's a newer movie. Okay. It's live action. Lady in the Tramp? Mm-mm. It's live action. I feel like my next hint is really going to give it away. Give it. It's based on an attraction. Oh, the Jungle Cruise? Yeah, man. When did that even come out? And the height of COVID because they, I don't think they did a move, like a theater release for Bruh, it. I'm so excited. I heard it's really funny. I love The Rock. I know, right? I'm and excited. Isn't it Emily Blunt yeah. is also in it too. I fucking love her. Ooh, woo. Ooh, we haven't done a live action in a minute. That's what I figured. It's been a hot minute since we did a live action one that we have, neither of us have seen. So it'll be brand spanking new for all of us. And I heard this movie is so funny. It looks funny. Yay. That's exciting. Yay. The Jungle Cruise. Okay. That's not a weird one. I, I accept. Well, we'll see. We might hate it. <laughs> we haven't. Yeah, we, we can honestly it hate it. <laughs> yeah. All of our socials are linked in the show notes. Join us on Patreon. $5 a month. You have to join by May 1st to get a merch box this year. You have to join by May 1st. It's coming up. The theme is medieval. So our boxes are medieval themed this year. And make sure to follow us on TikTok if you guys want to see how freaking cute we look when we record these episodes. Yeah. Our TikTok has just become our recording outfits of the day. R R O O T Ds. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Thanks for listening. We love you. We love you. Bye bye. We're your bestest friends. Bye. Bye. <laughs> These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical was created by Johnny the Alchemist. The theme song for Tragical was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact info for both artists can be found on their Instagrams, which are linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. I'll be having short-term memory loss when I'm transparent. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Yeah, I start telling the same story over and over and over Bro, we and both over. do that. Yeah. That's a Van Lincoln drunk trait. I guess so. <laughs> so the whale, oh my God, I literally, yeah, my brain literally is not working today, yes. Not to be dramatic, but fish are not that smart. We had fish. Yeah, well, this is a Pixar film, so. Fish are dumb. There's fish zero brain cool, cells. Though. You know, they can change like back and forth between male and female. I did know that because our convict cichlids used to do that shit all the time to have bajillion babies. Convict music. <laughs> so. Marlin <laughs> and Dory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Goodbye. Tragical. <laughs> <laughs>